Alright. Don't let the sultry tones fool you. This will not be low energy, I promise. Right? Right. Oh boy. Coming in hot. It's going to be low energy. But hey everybody, welcome to the Movie Dummies Podcast. (laughs) The podcast where dummies talk about movies. I am Joe, and with me this week is Angela. Hello. And Matt. Hello. And boy, oh boy, what a week it was, man. We got the Obi-Wan trailer dropped. It looks dope. The boys trailer, OMG. Can't wait. It all looks so good. So good. Plus, uh, you know, some other stuff's going on. Spider-Man will be coming out real soon. Means we can finally watch it. Um, and I got just a couple things. I didn't watch a whole lot. Uh, but what, what have you guys been watching? You want to introduce us, Joe? What's that? Do you want to introduce us? I already did. Did you? Did yep. I miss it? No, you said, oh. you said, hello. Oh, you're right. I did. <laughs> oh. I think oh, we're going to get a little energy tonight, guys. Um, Why do you talk that way? <laughs> Getting old is a terrible thing. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to blame the spring forward. I'm all messed up today. Oh, did we spring forward last night? We did. Yeah. It has been discombobulating. Gotcha. I hate this. I, I, I hate daylight savings. It's the worst. Well, Any hoozles. So I'm going to go ahead and jump in here and say I went ahead and watched the entire Fast and the Furious saga. All nine oh, films. Oh, my gosh. That was a mistake. Um, It was... An exercise in learning how to suspend disbelief a lot. Well, here here's my recollection. One, two, three are garbage. Four is not good. Five starts to be fun. Six is okay. Seven is real good. Eight's ridiculous. And nine is batshit crazy. So here is my take. One... Two and three are fine. They're fine. They're not garbage, but oh, they're, they're not great. Garbage, but we'll have to disagree on that. That's that's fair. We we can we can agree to disagree. Um, four is kind of I I don't know dumb. It's it's <laughs> just real dumb. The whole plot's dumb. I I don't even. I just watched it like three days ago, and I don't I don't even remember the plot it was dumb five was decent um six was weird again um seven is where things start to get like real ramped up real hard and 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 bad shit and it just keeps ramping up from there and it's it is it's spectacular and i absolutely love it and i don't i don't you feel free to judge me for that i don't care oh no Nine is so freaking crazy. I told everybody to watch it. <laughs> I I had so much fun. Like again, suspend this belief because it's they drive ridiculous. a car in space. Spoiler they drive right. a car in. They launch a car into space and then drive it into a satellite. It's absolute batshit bananas. And then float to the ISS. <laughs> yes. With almost no damage to the car. And it's fun because, you know, like, one of the characters starts being like, hey, guys, have you noticed that we've done oh, some insane... Yeah, Ty- yes. Tyrese is the meta, the meta man. Right. He He's in... like, have you noticed? Yeah. We have done some crazy-ass shit, and I don't have a single scar to show for it. <laughs> I think we're invincible, and I think they may be. Yeah. Homeboy went it's, to space. Homeboy went to space for sure. And he goes, and I know how it, to drive. And he drove a car in space. He drove a car in space. Yep. Something he's never done. Yep. Just with this with the pedals and the shifter and yeah. and everything. Yep. And everybody's back. Han's back and and 
Letty's you been know what? back. But the but... Rock ain't coming back, and you know how I feel about that. I don't miss him. I don't want him there. What do you mean the Rock's not not coming back? The Rock's not coming back to Fast and the Furious. Oh, okay. That's fine. I'm fine with that. I don't miss him at all. Um, I I did not check out the Hobbs and Shaw thing though, but I think I'm going to because they're in the few moments in which Jason Statham and The Rock uh, were on screen together. That was a lot of fun, so I am going to check that out. But I agree, The Rock is completely. I don't know. I don't know. It's fun. He's fun, but. He doesn't need to be there. For doesn't sure. need to be there. Um, at the end of seven, they do a tribute to Paul Walker that mm-hmm. made me burst into tears unexpectedly. Oh, I've never seen any of these. So I saw up to five, and then I just quit. Oh, so yeah. six, seven, eight, and nine were all new for me. Seven is a tearjerker. Um, yeah, I, uh, I I I was not expecting to just to just burst into tears and start ugly crying, but that's definitely what happened. Such um, a long way. Right. The song was perfect, and and when it just said for Paul, I was just like, oh my god! I never knew I cared so much about his death, to be quite honest. He's doing real good work so. in that movie too, which is sad. I mean, he fought Donnie Yen. Yeah, yeah. So. And uh, it would, and it was it it was pretty believable. Beat his ass, but you know they made it look believable. Yeah, it, it was pretty. I was I was shocked. Um, the fight with the absolute behemoth of a human being and uh, Vin Diesel was, um, was also was. Wildly unbelievable. Um, like Vin Diesel's not a small dude, right? I'm not going to pretend like he's small, but next to the guy that dwarfed the rock, he looked like a child. And it was, I mean, one head, he got headbutted at some point, and Vin Diesel just kind of like staggered back a little bit, but barely reacted. I'm like, his skull would be caved in. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to this. Um, well, and I love Jason for a long Statham, time, but so he's I'm... only around for a good time. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I love Jason Statham. I'm glad he 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 joined the cast. Helen Mirren was a lot of fun. She's always fun. Statham fits into that world. I don't mind. He really does. Yeah, he, uh, he's he's been doing films like this for years now, so it it, he does fit right in. This might be a hot take. Makes me think oh. that maybe The Rock doesn't quite understand comedy, and it definitely doesn't understand bullshit. What do you mean? Like, it, and it seems odd because he's a WWE wrestler. I don't think he quite understands what Fast and the Furious is. Oh, you think like like you think he thinks it's just like a legit action movie? Like, well, watch Hobbs and Shaw. It fucking sucks. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh. All the fun, weird shit that's like oddly weird but spectacular about Fast and the Furious isn't in Hobbs and Shaw. It is a oh. su- it's a superhero movie. Oh, well, that's disappointing. I was really hoping it was just going to be like Fast and the Furious, but with the witty banter between Hobbs and Shaw that I enjoyed in that movie. A lot of witty banter, yeah. Well, I-, I like the witty banter. I like their chemistry together. This is a, I think they're fun. You know, it's there's something about like the Fast and the Furious. You have all these people from all these different nationalities. You have all these weird international locales that aren't like normal. They're like, but they're places people like really like. You know, and <coughs> they go to Cuba and they're off in the fucking island somewhere, and they go to Dubai. They're like just out there doing shit, and they have. This cast of people, the like who are essentially no names, but they're names to people in foreign countries, you right? Know? So it's enough for them, and I think it's so intelligently put together that way 
that it's kind of hard not to appreciate it. I mean, Hobbs and Shaw is a superhero movie where The Rock beats Black Superman. Beats who? What? Black. Literally, Idris Elba calls himself "I'm Black Superman." Oh no, that's. I mean, that's not what I'm looking for. That's. Yeah, well, the first my first watch, I liked it. Okay. <laughs> So you might. Okay. All right. Maybe I'll just give it the one watch. Yeah. Maybe it'll be just fine. All right. I'll I'll check it. I'll I'll report back. And then the only other thing I watched this week was Upload Season 2. Actually, I watched Season 1 and 2 because I couldn't remember Season 1. I have not watched either. It's so good. I, I really recommend it. Before we start getting on to getting on, what did you think of the finale for the after party? I didn't watch it. You didn't watch the finale. I didn't watch. I didn't watch the after party. No. I thought you were watching it. I am, but I didn't watch it this week. Yet. It's been off for two weeks now. I didn't watch it last week then either. The finale was two <laughs> weeks ago. Or the week before that. I don't know. Which one was the finale? I, no, I I most certainly didn't see the finale because well, I don't know who killed him. They so. say who the killer is. Okay, so I did not. Is it him? Was he just stupid and fell? Because that's what I'm I think. not going to say anything. So let's move on. Matt, what have you been watching? <laughs> uh, well, I watched the Spooter Moon. Okay, we'll talk about but that later. But I will not overall, talk about that. like, out of 10, what would you give it? Uh, 9.9. Yeah, I think I'd give it like a 16. (laughs) And I really appreciate, like, you sent that link over uh, sometime throughout the week. Sam Jackson, like, finally really getting out there and saying some shit about everyone saying superhero movies aren't real movies. Basically, like, fuck off. Uh, It makes people happy. They go to the theater to watch it. That's a fucking movie. Right. It doesn't have yeah. to be a think piece. It doesn't have to be this bulletproof script. It can be this. Because I'll tell you something that awards movies don't do. They don't build relationships with their audience for 20 fucking years. No, then, they most certainly do not. And then here's the thing. I thought about this for a long time after I read that article. And why is Marvel so successful and every other superhero franchise isn't? And I think I figured it out. You ready? Sure. Marvel gives you a payoff. Yeah. Every movie. Mm-hmm. And there's a larger thing going on, too. And they're going to pay that off, too. Yeah. Every time. That's every single time. It's it's satisfying and comforting and... And, and I'm not, fun to I'm know. I'm talking about the spectacle payoff. I'm talking about an emotional. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Think about that, though. It's... Did the Justice League give any sort of emotional payoff? I mean, I hated it. Well, I didn't see <laughs> it, but I'm sure I would have hated it. I guess that would be an emotional reaction. So, I th- voice on the side hated it. <laughs> that's that's my big. <laughs> my big takeaway from reading that article and sitting there thinking and stewing about it for a little while. And Hey, Aaron, welcome to the podcast, buddy. Hi guys. Aaron. It's been so long. I know I missed you. I'm very happy to hear you. So what did you take away from the article that you read? So, you know, that article Matt sent about Sam Jackson and he's like, fuck y'all for not liking Marvel movies. Yeah. Uh, I thought about that for a long time and I came to the conclusion that the reason why Marvel movies succeed and others do not is because they give you a payoff. And other movies don't. It's like watching a porno without seeing some boobs. You're like, what happened here? (laughs) This this has gone sadly awry. Why am I watching this? Classic AA. Yeah, I know. I figured I'd bring it back nice and strong and easy. Love it. That's funny. And they give you and, this big emotional payoff, and then they have the story payoff that goes through movie to movie to movie to movie, and it's wonderful. Yeah, and they and then they set something up for the next one that you're like, oh, give me more. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. You're immediately, as soon as you 
are getting up out of your seat for the theater, you're already like, when's the next one coming? I have to see it now. Yep. And they tease you and find ways to make you angry with them, but really you're just going through <laughs> the same emotions that WandaVision was going through, and you <laughs> learn to fall back in love with them and realize what you took for granted in the first place. Kind of like my idea. first marriage. <laughs> 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 oh, man. So I think next week we should probably just do an all Spooderman episode. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Because I have a lot to say about it. It being my favorite Marvel movie. Scooterman? Spider-Man uh, Far From Home. No Way Home. No Way Home. Oh, it's Sorry. so terrible, too, because I've only watched half the movie because I had to run out of the theater. I've never got to go back. And so I downloaded three different rips of it, and mm-hmm. I still refuse to watch it. I'm like, no, you deserve the full quality of 1080p to 4k i'm like i'm not watching this on a 720 grainy bullcrap well i want the I full will not system. point you to the plex server then yeah no i i have a very good version of it and it's still is not good enough for me i'm like i need i well, need I all of it i definitely won't point you to the plex server that's a blu-ray rip no yeah i won't I would never do anything because i wouldn't procure something like that Never. <laughs> that reminds me of the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia joke. They're like, yeah, my ex-boyfriend, he posted our sex video on the internet. Oh my god, that's so disgusting. Where what I website did he post? Yeah, what website did he post it on? Because that's just disgusting. Do you remember the website? Because gosh, that could be just so disgusting. That's, that's pretty funny. What could that be on for the Plex? Oh, so disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> so what else you watch, Matt? Uh, I also watched a movie called Dr. Doolittle. Okay. <gasps> with and? Robert Downey Jr. Um, I really liked it. It was fun. Fun-filled adventure. Um, yeah. Okay. Was uh, it fun? I, I heard that there was like some own issues in that movie. Yeah, cobbled together, I think, is what I heard. Some what issues? Tone, like, like, it is one thing for part of the movie, and it's a completely different thing for the other part of the movie, and it's kind of Hmm. um, jarring, is what I I heard. Okay. I think uh, it, it keeps pretty much the same tone. There's a couple spots where it's like he's stealing something, but... Other than that, I think it's pretty straightforward. Okay, fair enough. Was it a drug addict? DJ killing it, I'm sure. Of course. Who's in? Oh, that was in the 90s, A.A. Ron. It's better now. And so is my love for NSYNC. Still not gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be me. <laughs> well, all right. What else you watch, buddy? Uh, I watched one episode of a television animated show called Arcane. Yeah, you said you you were surprised you liked it. Why is that? I don't know. I don't know um, what the exact reservation I had with this show was. It's because I've played the video game, and to be honest with you, I never followed the lore at all, simply because there's 140 main characters, so it's a little... It's a little difficult yeah. to get everybody's story, so yeah, I'm um, sure there's some um, some shit in it. I didn't get like there's a m- moment when they're like, "Hey, who are you?" and he just looks at Cameron and goes, "I'm Victor." So I'm like, I don't know who the fuck Victor is, but I did l- really like the show. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's fun. Um, the animation, yeah, the animation's amazing. Um, yeah, so far so so good. I recognize three of the characters as people you can play in the video game, so that's cool. Oh, I've um, never even seen the video game. Right. <laughs> no idea what um, it is. Right. But I, I did finish the show, and I, I think you should keep going. It's a, Oh, yeah, I'm going to keep going. It's a fucking harsh-ass cliffhanger. 
Oof, at the season finale? Yes. This is League of Legends? Uh, I guess. Yes. I don't know what the fuck that is, though, but it's a real, I think, personally, it's a really good series. The animation itself, I think, is worth watching. It's a oh, for sure, yeah. beautifully 3D rendered, but cell shaded. So it's almost like it's it's 2D, 3D. What's the best type of show you've seen like this? Would it be Arcane? Would it be the boys cartoon? Would it be, is it Invincible? The superheroes like Superman shit? Well, or not, not, not super, not invincible. Animated, I guess. Just like, you know, you have to be a little bit more, I can't pick. Cause this is like, of the, the, those three, those three, if I had to pick the first one to watch, would it be, would it be the boys arcane or, uh, there's another comic book adapt, uh, adaption. Um, I think is it adaptation watch, or adaption uh, legend of Vox Machina first. Adaptation. Legend of Vox Machina. It's on prime. Even my sister likes it. So do you agree with that, Matt? What's that? Right, that's what I'm going to watch. He should watch legend of Vox Machina first. Sure. I think I have not better than this one, but what do you I think about not... Clifford and the Big Red Dog season two? Don't you know, that's a. <laughs> <laughs> I have not seen uh, uh, the boys' cartoon or <clears throat> what was the other one you mentioned? Uh... Invincible is uh... good, but I have like yeah. a deep, deep love for it based on I read the entire comic. Okay, I can't find the Legend of Vox Makina, Mashani, Makina on um, Amazon. It's I'm feeling pretty there. stupid. Is it Vox? V O X. M A C H I N A. Oh my God. I thought, oh, oh, that's weird. I thought that was Korra. <laughs> I was like, it looked like the Legend of Dead. Look at, search on your phone at Amazon. And it literally looks like the front cover of the DVD for freaking Legend of Korra following Avatar. Okay. Okay, it's on my watch list, and I may watch this tonight. It's quite good. I really, really enjoyed that one. But I did really like Arcane. I'm not saying, for all you League of Legends fans out there, I'm not saying that it sucked or it's better or whatever, but I preferred it. That's all. Send your problems with what I just said to Matt. Yes, leave it in the suggestion box, which is the box in the corner that uh, looks like there's sand in it. <laughs> what are those, raisins? <laughs> Tootsie Rolls. Raisins. Tootsie Rolls and raisins? What an interesting snack. Oh, some dogs would agree. <laughs> <Ew>. Gross. <laughs> That's a really shitty joke. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm done. done. Yeah, I need a rim shot sound effect. Um, anything else, man? Um, I played a video game, and it's all the craze today, called the Elden Ring. Oh yeah, I've heard about. Hell it. yeah. Um, it's a bit daunting because I played, I think, I don't know, eight or nine hours, and I'm level like you're still on pro. Yeah, I'm almost level 30, and I've beaten all of two bosses, and I'm talking to my nephew and my cousin, and they're like, yeah, we're uh, we're about 80 hours in, which means we're about a little over halfway through. Whoa. Yeah, it's... Whoa. <clears throat> I'm guessing it's fantasy? Yes. It's the video game that George R.R. R. Martin collaborated with uh, the Dark Souls people. Uh, That's what I was just about to say. You're familiar with Dark Souls. So it's, it plays like Dark Souls, then? Yes. It right-ish? I feel like it takes a lot of the mechanics of it, other than jump. Um, it's a lot like Dark Souls. It kind of, there was a kind of a, an agreement for the people who play Dark Souls is that it's missing uh, the element of being able to, like, beat the enemies. <laughs> um, so what well, they, they'll definitely so what ramp they up the difficulty. They did. No, they really did. Yeah, those games are really fucking hard. Um, but this one is better in that you can pick and choose who you want to die to. So, um, 
That that is one of the greatest descriptions of any game of Dark Souls I have ever heard. Because yeah. well, while Dark Souls and those games are or Bloodborne are linearly open and it gives you some flexibility. Yeah, I mean there's the certain ways you this can, is, like... Yeah, this game is very open and like you yeah. could you could be rolling up to a guy you're not supposed to fight until 90 hours and he's two hours into the game. Yeah, I like, got like one shot by this enemy from across the map that I could barely even see, so it was it was interesting. Wow. A, a friend of mine, Josh uh, McEvitz, is currently playing Dark Souls 3 on his own for the first time. We usually play it all together and just pass off remotes and have fun. But he loves doing the mods for games, and he's like, I played through this game so many times that I didn't want to just start over. And he, it's called Poka Souls. And oh, Jesus. <laughs> you're playing through Dark Souls as a Pokemon guy, and you are literally capturing those crazy beasts and Pokeballs, and you fight them, and that's the only way you can fight. You get no weapons, and all you can do is use enemies to fight enemies. And I watched him play it, and I came in like, Josh, don't you dare desecrate on Dark Souls 3. It was, I have never felt so anxious. It was so fun to watch. Like, some of the end-level god-tier beasts fighting other bosses. It was quite enjoyable. I haven't seen a, I haven't seen a mod that I was very happy for, but I was just thinking about that with your Elder Elden Ring or Elder Ring. Elden Ring. Elden. So, do you like it though, even with the dauntingness? Yeah. It's it's a lot of fun. I finally got to a point where I can like farm a certain area and level up quickly ish uh, for now until they the, the the leveling gets more expensive, which I'll have to like move on and actually fight something worthwhile. Okay. Very cool, Elden Ring. Yeah, the graphics are Beautiful. nuts, nuts, nuts. <clears throat> nuts oh okay that just reminded me i have been playing a game what game well is matt done uh yeah i, I think so video game sorry i thought we were just talking about video games for a moment sorry i've been playing <laughs> uh breath of the wild oh <gasps> oh that is sorry. a like i mean the the graphics aren't like photo real but they are gorgeous the world is gorgeous. It's very large. What are you? Too. You're playing in a. You bought a. Uh, a switch. Yeah, I have a switch. Ooh. Um, I've just haven't played it because I haven't had time, <laughs> and mm. now I find myself with an abundance of time, so I decided I'd start playing that finally, and it is really rewarding in in the sense that it feels a lot like you're playing Zelda, except it's not as difficult. Um, like that original NES game, you don't have a fucking idea about where you're supposed to go or what you're supposed to do. You just kind of like dungeon crawl your way through that shit and you look for yeah. clues and, uh, but this game kind of tells you what to do all the time, which is nice for, you know, an old man like myself. So it takes a little bit of that. That's the reason I hate Zelda. But it's, yeah, that's uh, the thing about, uh, Elden Ring is like, you have no idea what's going on. You don't know where you're supposed to go. So if you stumble upon a massive giant enemy, like, Molly whops you in your dome with his dong and kills you. It's your own fault, I guess. Molly Oh my god, I haven't thought about getting Molly by a monstrous dong and since um is it Dante's Inferno? Do you remember that game? Yes. The last boss is literally the devil's penis. No. Just is flapping it? around. Yeah, that's the last boss of Dante's Inferno when you're going down. The last you're boss going down all right. he's he does because he steals your girlfriend. The the uh, that's the whole concept Are of him sure going down there. Tenacious D, pick a destiny. No, no, no. Serious. <laughs> no, we played this about two years uh, during COVID, and you get to the entire end, and it's literally just like Jamie Foxx's Wang just flopping around. I think your friend installed a mod and just didn't tell you. No, no. Uh, you know what? I don't feel like searching this on my phone today. You know what? I have worse. Hold that's on. Funny. Now I, I'm going to have to do it. All right, well, while you're searching, I'm going to tell you that I've watched some movies. I, I was, you know, in a YouTube fucking rabbit hole and whatever, and there was a clip from Hancock, and I was like, 
I'll watch Hancock. Sure. It's been a while. I like that movie. Nothing wrong deal. with it. Yeah. You know, it's a little it's bit, uh, you know, Hawk Girl, Hawk Man type of type of vibe. They're s- destined lovers that when they get together, they die. Yeah. Same idea. Um, but is it's really cute. It's funny. Um. Well done. When he tells him he's going to shove his head up the other guy's ass. And then does it? Yes. Yeah. I mean, what's not to like? I also watched... Well it's fine. You know, I watched Arcane, like we talked about earlier. And I, I do recommend it. If you're a fan of animation, you need to watch it. Like, you can watch it with the sound off and you'll be satisfied. Uh, and I watched <laughs> a movie that came out Friday called The Atom Project. With Ryan Reynolds. What's this? Oh, you haven't seen oh, it? Is that any good? I didn't know that was out yet. Yeah, it came out Friday. I'm surprised you haven't seen the million advertisements for it there, Boogie. I don't watch advertisements. Oh, it, it's uh, it's very Amblin. I don't know if Steven Spielberg helped produce this thing or not, but it definitely feels like it. And Ryan Reynolds is a time traveler who has to go back in time to stop something bad from happening, and he... Enlist the help of his 12-year-old self. Oh, that sounds fun. Yep. Is there a ambulance moment in it? No, it's not the kid. <laughs> it's not about him becoming a better person <laughs> like like the kid was. It's not like that. It's uh, it's more about there's, like, stakes, you know? And, Medium uh, rare? It's uh, right. really cute. The The kid is just as acerbic as an adult Ryan Reynolds, which is really fun. Oh, nice. It is fun. But it's not so the... fun when he, you know, says shit to his mom. Oh, boy. <laughs> but there was a real cute nod in the movie. I don't know whose idea it was. Um, but the 12-year-old Ryan Reynolds' mom is played by Jennifer Garner. And the dad is Mark Ruffalo. Oh, I love that. Isn't that great? Yes. Who is Jennifer Garner and Mark Ruffalo? Yes. Yeah. They were in a little movie together called 13 Going on 30. That was like yeah. Mark Ruffalo's oh, big break. Yeah. So it was real cute. I want to the assume wolf. that that's Ryan Reynolds' idea. Since this was his production company. Sure. Which his production company is named Maximum Effort too, which is pretty great. Yep, guys, it is Dante's Inferno. I did not like searching for this, but holy <laughs> moly! You love. I'm watching. Movie. I'm watching the boss fight right now, and like it's the devil, and then the devil rips open his stomach, and a little devil oh, comes out. Yeah, it's the oh god! He literally hooks the chain to his monster penis. Dante's Inferno final boss fight, Lucifer. Oh boy, that's a, that's a I don't want to keep watching this, but I will for that's that's not a baby's arm. That's like a, a whole body just hanging off the bottom of that bad boy. Not a mod. Okay. Well, Aaron, you have been not on the podcast for a very very long time. I know I've missed you guys very much. So it has been a very busy couple weeks in life. And I was I was gonna do a really great interjection when you said um, uh, balls. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say, speaking of balls. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. Speaking of balls, I um, had another person staring at my balls. Uh-huh. Great time. I, I went. Uh, I was getting prepped up for our reverse vasectomy because I was gonna be out of uh, uh, business for a while. So we had lots of projects over the weekend because it takes me out for about five weeks where I can't really do much. So. Well, I'm kind of relieved you didn't say you were at your dentist. Uh, <laughs> that's something. Uh, I woke up and I, I up. did. I did have a lot of people. Yeah, there was some fun comments. I did find out coming out of anesthesia that I was very combative and said some very choice words. So I wish I got to hear what that was. But that's uh, I'm still sad about that. Um, it was. <laughs> get your hands off of me, Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> Fucking cockass. Um, but I got to watch a lot of TV, played a lot of video games, but nothing that you guys haven't talked about, I, I think, in the past. But 
I kept getting sucked into these like snippets of the Big Bang Theory. Oh boy! And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna give it a shot. It's tough, you know. I've been watching it, and it's enjoyable. It's very akin to me of how how I met your mother, where I could I could do how I met your mother and kind of put my phone up and stuff, and like you know watch it like a daisically. Whereas like Scrubs. And New Girl, I never was on my phone. I would always watch that. But I'm actually happy I'm watching it. One of the things that I find very interesting about the show is that even with, like, the frustration that Sheldon, Leonard, uh, and any of the characters provide, whether from their own disability or from their own personality, I find that they all get kind of screwed equally from it. And I'm kind of happy about that. Like, with Sheldon, you're like, why... You know, I get it that he's he's a good person and they want to be near him, but he's he's an asshole sometimes too. But it's very interesting how they are able to write righteous, almost not vindication, but like consequences for any of their actions. And that's probably my most apt reason for watching it is the consequences of their actions. Whereas in Seinfeld, most of the time, they didn't have too many consequences unless it was at the end and it was over with. But I find that these characters have their consequences middle to two-thirds of the way through. And I like it. I don't know. Very happy with it. Um, I'll give I'm it a, a six out of ten. You compared Big Bang Theory to How I Met Your Mother as if they were equal in some sort of way. Um, well, if we went longevity, viewership, yeah. money paid to the characters, well, Big you, Bang Theory is going to rock it out of the world. Uh, how much your mother is a, a single cam, not filmed in front of a studio audience? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and uh, I'm calling it a sitcom. For Big the Bang moment, Theory though. is a multicam shot in front of a studio audience, so I don't, I don't equate them. Big Bang Theory and Friends, same table. I call it television, television in my mind. I'm sorry, so sue me. But I still like How I Met Your Mother more. Um, but that was a show that I would be I would be watching, but that was an easy out on my phone, get up and do something and do it because I could burn through like four to five episodes in a night. Mm-hmm. Whereas Scrubs and New Girl, I actually got emotionally invested in that show and it would be like one or two. And that was the most I could do because <laughs> I wanted to simmer with what I had watched and I liked it. And I like this, too. Um but yeah, on, on an equation of like what's better, How I Met Your Mother, by and by. Um, but still, it, it's interesting. It is. It's interesting. And I really didn't know it wasn't filmed in, uh, How I Met Your Mother, mother wasn't filmed in a, in front of a studio audience. I thought it was. Um, no, I don't think so. No, there's no. Uh, there's no laugh track, right? No. And what's single cam mean? It means they only shoot There's... one one camera at a time, so you're only getting like one person at a time on the camera. Whereas a multicam, they'll shoot Sheldon and Leonard with two different cameras, so they don't have to. So like in a single cam, you'd shoot all of Leonard's stuff, and then you'd shoot all of Sheldon's stuff separately. You know what I'm saying? Oh, there was a laugh. Together. There was. There is a laugh track. Um, but no, unlike most multi-cams, it wasn't filmed in front of a live studio audience. For what? Uh, How I Met Your Mother. How I Met Your Mother has a laugh track? Yeah. Oh, and know. it said it's multi-cam. It is a that. multi-cam? Yep. <laughs> That's right then off the goose. Equal. Um, there you go. I, I know finally... how much your mother was revolutionary as far as like sitcom goes because of its format. Oh yes, um, they would have like three times as many scenes in a show. Then I also found that they they would. focused on the characters that didn't feel like it was very singularly driven on just Ted or Bart on on any character, uh, whereas this show is highly focused around the actions of Leonard. On how I met your mother. Well, no, not always. Absolutely, no. But I would say fifty percent of the show or more is Leonard. And how I met your mother felt pretty darn equal. New Girl started fifty to sixty percent. Jess, and by season two, was extremely equal, which is what kept me going in that show and actually pushed and propelled that show into its own stratosphere. Schmidt's my favorite. 
God, is he amazing. And you were right, everyone, that Winston got better and better. He does. God. Oh, gosh. Winnie the Bish. Oh, a oh, oh, Winnie and Cece mess around. Don't you say there, that? There is nothing better than a Cece Winston mess around. I like that it For was sure. insinuated that this happened because of their general unemployment time together. Like, they were just bored, and they were friends by proximity. Like, they yep. didn't get choices. They're like, I'm not making new friends. Fuck this. You're here. Well, the the CC Winston mess around just just came from organically when uh, when Schmidt and Coach started fighting about who would be a better model, and they both were just <laughs> thought it would be fun to, to fuck with them, so they did, and that's oh. how they were born. Oh, that felt so good. I did not know that. That's such a good episode when they're like, walk- oh, nicely done. It's like, it's like I'm going to go piggyback. No, you hold me. I'm not, I'm not oh, going to do When uh, one of my favorite scenes is when Nick goes through confession with the police officer. Why are you so sweaty? <laughs> and he just starts letting it loose of everything he's ever done. He makes me think of Chunk in, in Goonies. And in the third grade. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh my gosh. Shit. That show's great. It is. Um, I watched 30 minutes of The Last Duel on HBO. Had mm-hmm. to give up. My, my oh. brother says I should give it another try, and I'm thinking about it. But he said it's a show where it essentially you get to see the perspective from each of the characters. And I'm kind of intrigued by that. I might give that another try. I really might. Um, but a show that I watched that I think you guys probably have all seen and talked about is free guy. Yeah. Oh, I love that movie. That was quite fun. I, I was very, rather intrigued how they were able to work around the whole concept of that movie. I didn't see that coming that way. And um, I, I was rather pleased with, the entire arc of the show. Um, very fun. Very, very fun movie. Um, have you guys all seen that? Yeah. yeah. I have. And what did all liked it? Seen it again? No, yeah. Matt, have you seen it? Matt, are you alive? Uh-oh. Matthew? We lost Matt. Oh, he's, he's on mute. Something must be going on in his house. Uh, yeah, I saw mm-hmm. it. I saw it as well. I purchased it actually, and yeah, can rewatch it at any moment. I just haven't, but I liked it a lot. Um, I liked it, and the last I, I watched a couple more in there, but nothing of a uh, relative note. The the movie that I I don't know if we had already talked about, and if we have, I apologize. But Ghostbusters, Afterlife. <gasps> oh, with Paul Rudd this week, right? Yes. Um, I. Wow. Right. Right. Oh my gosh! I did not expect to ugly cry for that long. People said, it um, sucked, and I don't know where they're coming from. I honestly don't. I. Say I have what? no idea. You thought it. You thought it sucked. No, people said it sucked. Oh my god! I hope those people stub their toe every weekend, and like just are in constant baby toe pain because I haven't watched a movie that I have wanted to rewatch so rapidly since Interstellar and Avengers. Well, and like, I, I, I second wa- it, that I said yeah? we're so good about the original Ghostbusters, which is that there's not really jokes in it. It's just people are funny. You know, and that's what's so good yep. about Afterlife. And that's what I didn't like about Paul Feig's version of Ghostbusters is that it was jokes, which is what Paul Feig does. But, you know, the people aren't necessarily just being funny. You know what I mean? Like Bill Murray mm-hmm. is a comedic force. Even when he's being dramatic, he can make you laugh. You know oh, yeah. I mean? And like, oh, yeah. Paul Rudd is That amazing. tone is there. It's It's in this version. And then I heard people go like the jokes in Ghostbusters were so good, but there was no jokes in this one. And well, there really it. wasn't. I don't, I don't know if I've seen uh, if we're watching the same movies because I don't remember jokes in Ghostbusters, other than the blowjob ghost. There are. Necroid. 
Yeah, there there are no jokes in Ghostbusters for sure. No, there it's was just them being funny. I watched that movie a second time five days later, and I I don't know the last movie I've done that. It was with my neighbors. And I was like, guys, you got to watch this movie. And I didn't. Even, I rented it. I was like, I'm not even going to go home. I'm renting it. I want to pay the money to watch this right now. I actually, we bought it. I bought it for the $10 because I was just, I'm like, I want to own that for the rest of my life. That is the first movie I've ever bought online, ever. Oh, I have And hundreds. I can't wait to watch it again <clears throat> because I wanted it to go to them. And Paul Rudd's scene on the beginning his first introduction with the uh seismologist his interaction with them was great when they did the jumper cables and he's like we gotta go why we didn't do anything and i can't what did he say implication or or we're liable for yeah i'm liable we're kids I'm, i'm an adult i'm liable and they run off um i'm really also enjoying the shift in the type of male characters we're seeing on television uh, very supportive, um, kind of similar. I know it's going to sound stupid, but a lot of thought went into the character development of Hans from Frozen 2 and his interaction with Anna. And if you hear Kristen Bell talk about how they wanted him portrayed in, in her type of arc for it, and I've noticed it God, probably before that or then, but his character, I don't know. They weren't, neither of them were subversive to each other, they were both equally strong. I like the the children being strong. It was just my wife said it was a bit. She's like, it's a bit slow. I'm like, what? I'm yeah, like, this I has mean, been it, like, but it's well paced. Step after step after step. Yeah, I thought it was well paced. They give you just a little mm-hmm. hint here. Breadcrumb, breadcrumb, breadcrumb. Big thing happened. Breadcrumb, breadcrumb, breadcrumb. Big thing happened. And, and they had like four so, big things happen. So I was real mad at first. Like I was like, how does this kid not know who the Ghostbusters are? Like at first, I, I was like, this that doesn't make any sense. This what what the hell? And then they explain why she doesn't know who the Ghostbusters are because it happened fifteen years before she was born. Yeah, why, why would she know? It's like, does if you went and asked a random kid, do you know who Neil Armstrong is? They might not know. Right. Right. I don't even know about Rudy Giuliani and what he did in New York for crying out loud. Cleaned up the crime, baby. <laughs> or, you know, just imprisoned a lot of people. Yeah, that's but what I'm saying. They they if, they don't, if, oh, if, well, if they don't... Who cares if they were innocent? Because they were fucking criminals. Because New York was a fucking cesspool, and he did clean it up. You can actually go there now sure, and sure, just sure. walk around and not get murdered. For the most part. Some people can't, obviously, but... <laughs> I, you know, I've, so I yeah that would be uh, New York city and took the subway and never felt unsafe one time yeah but i'm a skinny white boy who's had abe lincoln look at his butthole you know like that's i'm one step away from a bad dentist visit <laughs> like I, I i move my car at night in certain parking lots i'm like i'm not about to have this happen so I'll have to do what the Michigan gov- the Michigan senator says. Just lie back and enjoy it. You know, there's nothing I can do. The Michigan oh senator, the guy running for Michigan Senate, said he told his daughters that if it and rape was inevitable, lie back and enjoy it. And he said, "Well, that I knew there was tele- a no. yeah, oh two God. weeks ago." No. Yeah, yeah, he said lie it when he was talking about and yep. enjoy it. Yep, that's no. what he told. He goes, "I have three daughters, and I teach them that if rape's inevitable." And now he's backtracking on it. Like, no, no, no. What I was talking about. What I meant was. Uh... Enjoy yep. it. That's a weird fucking turn of phrase. That's going to happen to me in New York. No. Yeah, he's running right now. He. Uh, no. Oh, yeah, he almost won two years ago, too. It's the creepy part. Like, a lot of people like him. I'm literally sick to my stomach right now. Yeah. Set it on a podcast, and like, he was video. The uh, best females part is can just shut that shit down if they, get, if they get inseminated in during a rape. They can just shut it down. No pregnancy. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I have not been able to shut down a boner when it's been accidental. So, like, shit. I mean, that's just weird stuff. Or as bad as the guy telling, uh, who was it, John Kerry, that he has a junk science degree. His degree isn't real science. He shouldn't be talking about science. Because his degree is political science. Oh. That's just a general lack of understanding about what the fuck political science is from a politician. Yeah. Yeah, that's. 
Yeah, Jack it's all bad, like, are you guys. serious? You're, you're serious? <laughs> it's it's all bad, guys. Man, man, bear pigs coming. All right. What else we got? Uh, oh, you know what? I um played a game. Has anybody ever played Borderlands and enjoyed it at all? Yes. I well, I am. It. Well, it, it depends which one. One, two, or three, or all. One. That's understandable. Um, I think two is extremely fun. Three, I think, is a lot more fun with friends because it was critically pained or panned, 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 panned. Um, on the single multiplayer level. But anybody who is playing it with their friends, they're finding this to be a very enjoyable, very fun game, very funny uh, 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 backtrack to it. And I just, I there's a new one coming out called Tiny Teacher, Tiny Tina's Wonderland. That yeah. looks extremely fun. So to get prepped up for it, uh, Josh and I, during my um, not wanting to move a lot period, have been playing the Tiny Tina's Dungeons and Dragons DLC. And it is freaking hilarious. And I have been enjoying it so much. So for a fun video game to play with somebody else, um, just absolutely enjoyable. A lot of fun. Okay. That's my only other thing I got. I'll save it the other ones for down the road so I have a couple because usually I don't watch too much. <laughs> that's I wrote a, them down. That's a plan, buddy. Is the funny robot in that one? Oh, yes. The um, Claptrap, is that his name? Uh, Claptrap. Clap trap, gosh darn it. I just got done doing a mission where I got to go make a beard for him and get a wand. <laughs> But, but then the wand, he, he it turned into a whole scene from Fantasia where he was trying to make uh, anim- or friends, but he made the brooms, and then the brooms started attacking you, and it was quite enjoyable. But to get around the copyright infringement, they pu- they used push brooms <laughs> rather than sweeping brooms, and it was it was quite fun. Claptrap is an amazing character. Oh, he's amazing. He is. I He makes me giggle. Awesome. That's all I got. Sorry. All right. I'm going to hit the button. Well, what an episode, everybody. What a week. Um, Shannon will be back on her feet soon. She's got the COVID, so hopefully she'll be feeling better real soon. She's been Feel better, Shannon. Tons of Love stuff. Love you. She'll have a lot you. to talk about. Um, and what have you guys been watching? Let us know. Hit us up at Instagram at Movie Dummies Podcast, and we will respond to you there. Because I'm always in the mood for recommendations for stuff, you know? There's just so much stuff out there, you can't possibly watch it all. And you got to be missing gems like Severance. If you're not watching Severance, you got to watch it. It's so good. I started watching Severance. I started watching it. Oh, my gosh. It's wild. So I'm not caught up. Yeah, I won't say anything because you literally everything could be a spoiler and nothing could be a spoiler. So get out there and uh, watch the shit out of some stuff, guys, and let us know what it is. And we will talk to you all next week, okay? Thank you for listening. As always, I am Joe. I'm Angela. I'm Matt. I'm Aaron. And we will talk to you later, guys. Bye. Cheers, Everything really wrapped up nicely. <laughs>